Um, before we get started and jump right into your um, interview, I would like for you to uh, please introduce yourself to everyone. Um, tell everyone who you are, what you do, and where you're from. Um, I am Erica. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, what I do, I'm a full-time student, and outside of that, I am a founder of a nonprofit organization um, entitled Think Happy, Live Happy. My organization is basically devoted to the healing and enrichment of the individual's internal existence, um, holistically and from a psychological perspective. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, what I do is provide um, programming to institutions like schools or refugee programs or um, prisons, and the programming is to heal them and whatever trauma they may have suffered from or whatever trauma they may not know that they're suffering from. Um, so, that's very what goes into that is a lot. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm still developing certain programs, and I'm still working on um, certain things for certain institutions. Uh, every day I learn something new to evolve my mission. So. Awesome. So um, your business is a nonprofit organization, correct? Yes, yeah, a nonprofit corporation. The only difference is once I reach a certain level um, of money, money-wise, but, yeah, it's basically a nonprofit organization. Okay. So, um, tell us, um, what inspired you to start this organization? Um, in 2012, I suffered the death of a parent and that left me, that, that took an emotional toll on me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wasn't able to deal with the mental health issues until, later on in my life so after losing my parent you know I still was going through life just however I knew best and not until around my 19 where I was late 18 early 19 years old where I discovered that something was wrong with me and I did have problems and I did need to you know there's things that I needed to work on so Mm -hmm. think happy live happy essentially became four words that I told myself to get out of the bed some days you know it was four words that I told myself to you know just have a certain mindset throughout the day and to overcome certain things and I like to think that I've healed myself in ways that have allowed me to get to where I am today and I know that that took me a lot so um, starting Think Happy Live Happy was so that I can teach others what I've learned and what I'm learning from majoring in psychology. Um, and it's, it's also a reminder of me to continue to heal um, whatever wounds that I might have or whatever wounds that may come up. So think, I, like, I couldn't have the organization if I wasn't actively working on myself, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's, that's a summary of how I got started. Okay. So this um this experience that you had or this um tragedy that you that you um had to endure with losing a parent um was it the grief that um kind of jump started you into wanting to help others is it and is grief the core behind those individuals that you actually helped um grief did play a big part in it 
however, I wouldn't say that it's what got me jump started. Um, Think Happy Live Happy was just like it was on T shirts at first. There was no mission statement. There was no you know, there was no I didn't I didn't go beyond surface level with it. It was just like, Oh, I'm gonna start a business, I'm gonna be in school. Um, I can honestly say that over time it has grown with me and it is something that I've been allowed to have as a purpose. So rather than grief being what really said it off, it's more so um, being able to see that, you know, I'm, I was meant for something else and this is it. So, you know, I have to pour myself into this and educate myself so that I can bring it to life. And that's really how it's been evolving. Um, opportunities come and I'm just prepared for them because, I think happy live happy. It's like that's that's what I live by. Um, so I'm definitely grief grief um played a part, but I would say trauma more mm-hmm. so. Um I suffered from a lot of trauma outside of my grief and I was never I was never really able to process my grief or like feel it honestly. And I think that's why the that's why I say trauma because the trauma is what stopped me from actually being able to emotionally process. So now I'm in a space to where I understand my emotions. I understand what grieving really means and what, like, you know, what trauma is and how it can show up. And that's how we try to, that's what we do when we go and teach to others, you know, how does trauma show up? Uh, how does it affect you? And, you know, what are the ways we can heal from it? Mm-hmm. And another thing that I did not, I did not add is that, um, you know, my perspective is holistic. So I'm not, I'm not telling people to take, pharmaceutical medication everything is you know either herbal medicine or it's holistic medicine or it's holistic practices or it's history driven meaning that it comes from ages in ancient ago or it's something that I've learned but um you know never drugs and that's not to say that drugs or pharmaceutical drugs aren't good resources but Mm -hmm. I just feel like they cause the problem Mm -hmm. Um, I steer away from them Okay. So, um, in, in your journey to, um, starting this organization, you said it started out as a t-shirt. Um, was this a t-shirt that you just printed for yourself to be as a reminder as you continue your healing process? Or was this a product that you distributed for sale? Um, kind of both. That's, that was a good question. Um, it definitely was both. Now that I think about it, uh, I have my sisters and a couple of my friends back home. I just had them put some T-shirts on it. I knew a photographer, and I just made a website. And, um, yeah, I was like, okay, now I'm going to sell these shirts. I had a few slogans on the other ones. I think one of the other ones said thoughts become things, and, like, the other one was, like, my logo. You know, it was very – it was it was what I thought a business was at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was just a – it was – it wasn't – it was a reflection of where I was um, mentally, and I think my my vision for Think Happy Live Happy has since been evolved. And I can't even I can't even keep up with the ideas and stuff that I think of. It's, it's hard to execute sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, essentially, like you said, it was it was just me 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 wanting to wear my brand, and then it was also me wanting to make money off my brand. Um, but since then, I've learned that it's so much more. Right. Okay. So in um, starting your organization, um, what, what happened or what was the turning point that made you realize that this 
was more than just a t-shirt that okay I need to turn this into an actual you know business and I need to utilize this thinking or this mindset or this slogan to help other people what was the turning point um I would definitely have to say my development as a student and my development in certain environments I was I was being put in certain environments because I had seen capitalism happening um I, I started educating myself on the business world and what that's like and the different structures of business. And when I learned what a nonprofit was, that resonated with me because as an adolescent, as a growing up, going through those traumatic experiences, you know, no one, I didn't know anything about nonprofit organizations or free resources to help me. So um, after educating myself, I decided that that what was that that is what was close to my heart. Um, you know, there might be a 15-year-old girl out there who just lost her parents, and she doesn't know how to cope or what she's going through. And I can honestly say if there was a Think Happy Live Happy when I was 15, by the time I would be the age I am today, you know, I would have I would have been able to avoid a lot. So I definitely think, you know, something clicked in me when I learned what a nonprofit was and I learned where they were needed because not many nonprofits in my community where I'm from um, that are centered around, you know, tr- trauma and death and grieving. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew I knew what was needed, and I just executed in my, in the best way I know how. Right. Okay. So in starting your organization, um, would you say? Oh, well, before I ask that question, let me ask: What do you think was your greatest challenge in starting a, a nonprofit? So I have a nonprofit as well, and sometimes it can be difficult to get people whose I'll say passions and or purpose align with yours, um, and people that would want to be a part of maybe the organization in some shape, form, or fashion, whether that be as a volunteer, a board member, or whatever the case may be. Um, what would you think, what would you say is your greatest challenge or was your greatest challenge in trying to f- form your nonprofit and getting others to be a part? Um, I definitely, yours is definitely relatable. <laughs> that's a definitely, that's a huge challenge that I face. And let me say this, Think Happy, Live Happy is not an organization that, you know, we are not like, I'm I'm still in startup, I feel like. Uh-huh. That's me being really. You know, there's definitely a lot more work that I need to be done. There's a lot more of my vision that needs to be brought to life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely have made progress that allows me to see my challenges. So being that that is one of my challenges, um, people taking it seriously, um, because I have bought, I've, I've interviewed people and I've worked with people and people only take it as seriously as you take it. So, you know. Very true. Um, very true. <laughs> Yeah, so I I definitely can I can attest to it being a challenge. People wanting to volunteer, be board members. Um, they don't take it seriously to the very end, you know, until you carry out that very event that you were going to do, or right? That, that that thing that you told them about, you know, that's when they want to support. Um, and that's fine. I'll take support in any shape, fashion, way, or form. But mm-hmm. you know, it is hard to find people who want to be on board at the beginning. Um, my board is very small. Mm-hmm. So I have like I have three board members and like I've done um, you know the incorporation laws um, mm-hmm. and note and like 
did all the legal things, but a challenge that I'm facing right now is just giving priority to what to give my time and money to. That is the challenge I face because I fund everything, mm-hmm. you know, from what I buy wholesale from a charity event that I might have. I pay for it. So it's, it's sometimes hard to prioritize where my money should go at the time and then sometimes hard to prioritize where my time should go at the time. Um, so I just try to do my best to follow in the steps of other successful nonprofits and then what's in, what's in high demand for me, you know, what needs to be done right now. Right. Okay. So I, I want to, I'm going to touch on a few things um, on what you said uh, <laughs> in response to my question. Um, so, but we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation um, with Erica about think happy, live happy. So stick and stay. You are tuned into the Business Banger Spotlight Show with your girl Lady J right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. We'll be right back. Have you subscribed yet to our free online digital interactive magazine, the Ego Magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe now. This magazine is all about showcasing and supporting excellence in communities everywhere from music, arts and culture, relationships, finance, education, politics, sports, news, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the tents on the pictures that you see and you'll be taken to a whole nother world behind the articles. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone, and I hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support. This is your girl, Lady J, owner and operator of Ego Entertainment and creator of the Ego Magazine. Enjoy. Clap your hands, everybody, if you've got what it takes. Cause I'm Curtis Blow and I want you to know that these are the boys. What's good everybody? This is Mark B, the host of The Breaks on JQLM Radio where we talk about new school issues with an old school vibe. We talk about everything from local politics to national politics to religion. Basically everything you're told not to talk about in polite society. But if you want to join that conversation... We're here every Wednesday night from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can download the JQLM Radio app or the TuneIn app and search JQLM Radio. You can also, on Facebook, hit the JQLM Radio page or the Breaks Radio page and hit the Listen Live button. Let's have the conversation that will start the revolution in our minds. This is Kiki Wyatt, and you're tuned in to JQLM Radio. And we are back. Thank you for sticking and staying with me, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, Division of Ego Entertainment Network, right here 
on the Business Banker Spotlight show. So before the break, we were talking to uh, Erica King, who is our guest tonight, um, founder and president of Think Happy, Live Happy. So before the break, Erica, you were talking about how um, some of your greatest challenges with um, starting your nonprofit organization. And you were talking about how you have a small board, you know, trying to get people who are dedicated to being apart from the beginning, you know, and growing with you and things of that sort. So uh, what a lot of people um, fail to realize is when you start a nonprofit, um, it takes a lot of dedication and work, if not more than a for-profit business Um, because you're not going to see a return on your investment immediately. Um, And in most businesses you don't, but when it comes to a nonprofit, you're doing something uh, that you're passionate about and basically out of the kindness of your heart. So um, with a nonprofit, it's hard to find people that are dedicated to that because it's not a, uh, say, like a nine to five job or um, gives you a position um, in a company where um, you're constantly um, doing something like on a day to day basis. So to get people who are dedicated to serving others um, can be challenging if they're not just volunteering, you know, during an event. Um, and uh, even though you're your board is small. Understand that most nonprofits start out with very small boards. So um, I have a board of four people. That includes myself. So, and I've been, you know, incorporated since 2010. And um, I like to keep it small. Um, but I've been able to, the, the, the way that I've set my nonprofit up, I've, within, you know, a matter of 90 days, I had 250 clients. So um, it's all about how you go about forming your business the not so much so the organizational structure but the operational structure so um and a lot of people don't understand the differences between the two so um even though that may be a challenge for you right now I want to encourage you to understand that just because your board is small doesn't mean you can't accomplish big things okay and uh, on a you know on a on a greater on a great scale so um don't look so much at the quantity, but look at the quality of what you have, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. Gratitude for that, um, those words, that's, that's always a good reminder, you know, not to worry about that right now, worry about what I'm going to carry out. So thank you. Yeah. Um, so I, I almost I had to stop myself because I almost went into like a short <laughs> business banger, <laughs> business bangers um, session, like with like with the client like on air. But <laughs> we're going to get back into the interview and <laughs> I'll just chat with you afterwards. <laughs> so <laughs> um, uh, especially when um, I love to see young people who are um, and, and people, period, who are starting, you know, um, a business or any type of dream, a book or whatever the case may be. And when they're having struggles or challenges that I know a lot about or something that I've already been through to offer tips, you know, and tidbits is a, is a great thing. And that's another reason why the show even exists because a lot of people, you know, can share things that they've already experienced during business entrepreneurship and especially during times like these, you know, how to adjust and still be um, efficient, effective and make progress. So, um, so with that being said, um tell me what are the I don't know I know that you gave us a summary of what you what you do and what you provide so tell me how you go about doing that when you talk about um 
uh, going into different fac- uh, facilities or um, uh, talking to different groups in different places. Um, is this a session? Is this uh, you going in and just speaking? Um, are these events that you do monthly? How, how do you go about um, executing that? Um, so in the past, uh, events that I've done have been, you know, events that I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this for my school. I'm going to do this for this community center. And since then, I've learned that that is what, that's what my annual events will be called. You know, those are the events that I will have instilled in my organization. And I'll go to institutions and propose this, um, uh, this charity event to them and ask, can I bring it to their place of uh, business or their school or where they are? Um, so if it is me speaking, then so be it. If it is me raising money or raising or awareness, um, but right now the events that I'm, um, I have my focus on are um, I'm creating a kind of a healing and treatment program for uh, the Seed School of Maryland. Um, Mm -hmm. A really great friend of mine, uh, Chelsea, put me in contact with um, the director of the programming at that school, and he asked me to come and do a presentation and basically, you know, explain to him what um, our programming is, which I didn't even speak on. Um, The programming for Think Happy, Live Happy is called E3, E3 Healing, and what that stands for is educate, enrich, and elevate. And within those three steps, Mm -hmm. what I do is each one individually is a phase of treatment for uh, the group or individual we're focusing on. So educate would look like a session or educate would look like, um, you know, a to-do list that I might give to someone. Enrich is, Mm -hmm. um, enrich would be the enrichment kit that I've created um, to enrich your life experiences. So, you know, I've created an enrichment kit for a shower. I've created an enrichment kits for doing chores, for doing homework, um, and you just enrich that experience. Um, and enrichment sessions, that could be an art therapy session or that could be a session where you are educating yourself on your trauma or how you may heal. And then elevated where you take it out of our hands and you take it into your daily life. Um, so it's very complex, mm-hmm. and I'm actually still learning how to explain it. Like I said in the beginning, you know, I've been given a, I've been given this purpose, and I'm learning how to carry it out. So I'm still learning the the complexities within giving these programming to institutions. But um, in addition to the seed school presentation and my work with that school, I'm also putting a lot of focus on a program that I want to taken to prison um uh, e3 ptsd treatment and psychotherapy program for uh, uh people who are incarcerated and may have suffered um from you know gang violence or may have suffered from just being in that type of environment mm-hmm. um and not knowing that they suffer from mental illness um so the program will allow inmates to do training or enrichment sessions uh, to either gain time off or leniency off their sentence and right now I'm just educating myself on what prison might look like for someone else so that I know how to approach the situation um so it's a lot (laughs) but Mm -hmm. um, I think that I'm doing I think that I'm doing well um I 
can I move a little slow sometimes, but um, like you said, there's certain parts of this that um, I shouldn't worry about because just to be doing this is a, a big, a great deal. So even though it sounds uh, very complex, um, I I get the whole concept. So um, having those three core values of, of what it is that you're providing when you go in um, is key. So you know what is provided within those within those three core values when you're explaining it. You know, to some it may sound uh, very complex. So tell me, who is your target group? So right now my priority target group is minority um, children and community. So basically the community who is given less attention. Um, so the the inner city Baltimore area is where I'm putting a lot of focus. Um, and then also I'm putting focus into with the jail pro with the situ with the jail program. Mm -hmm. Really any prison that accepts me, I'm willing to go towards. But I will I will say that my target audience. Um, when I'm doing certain programs, I can't really be, I can't be really geared towards one, I can't really be geared towards one type of person who needs help because there's so many different types of people who need help. Mm -hmm. But when, when I have the option to, when I have the option to go out and, you know, seek out um, a certain type of group, it's definitely minorities in the black community and the black and brown communities because there is not enough there's not enough awareness around mental health. We just don't know better. We just don't know. So it makes it hard for us to treat ourselves and heal ourselves because other things are so normalized within those communities. We're not giving us, we're not given a platform or a space to be like, this is what's wrong with me and I need help. So uh, that's where I definitely want to start. And then I also want to start at home. You know, Cleveland, Ohio is right. a very small city but I know parts of the city where I'm needed. And right. So I do my best to go home first. Um, I am based in DMV, so it's it's a lot of opportunity in the D.C., Maryland area, mm -hmm. which is why I've been able to grow so much. Um, D.C. is a place where you, there's literally always something to do professional growth-wise. Right. Um, I, I definitely, I definitely might be... Minority black and brown communities. That's my <laughs> target audience right now. Okay. So, um, let's see. We have 10 minutes left. So, let's okay. uh, talk about where you are now, what it is that you need, and how people can support your organization and how they can follow you. Um, so, first, on all social media handles, my personal page is uh, lucky l-u-c-k-i-e dot e and the think happy live happy organization which you guys can all follow please do is t-h-l-h-i-n-c um and then i don't have a twitter um think happy live happy doesn't have a twitter um and our website is think happy live happy dot org um if you are interested in maybe being on the board or just learning more or connecting with me outside of this interview, there's a way to contact me through the website. Um, but as far as what I need right now, it's definitely, I, I, I just want to say that I, I need, I need help organizing my thoughts. I have so much work to do and it's just me. Um, you know, I, I, it's hard for me to sometimes, it's hard for me to sometimes even articulate what Think Happy Live Happy is to other people. 
So, you know, I can't imagine, I can't imagine what it's going to look like the day that I meet, you know, somebody who I can bring on board and we share the same vision and we share the same mission. So that's really what I want in the future is to be able to have someone come on and as like-minded as me and care about the same things as me, but they also can add to the organization. Um, right now, I'm, I just want to put energy on carrying out my thoughts and ideas and getting organized and planning so that I can be prepared for opportunity when it presents itself. And then also um, just getting ready for my future. I graduate next month. Um, I'm about to move out in two months. Like a lot is happening and I'm, I'm super grateful. But uh, I think I answered, I think I answered <laughs> every yes. I always I always just think back to answering questions like, did I answer all of it? I think <laughs> Uh, well, no, you did. You did a, a great job. So if you could inspire someone who has a heart to serve others and doesn't know how to go about doing it or actually where to start, at least just to get it started, what would you say to them? Oh, man, uh, so much to say to them. <laughs> um, I would say that they should put energy and time and attention into themselves. And that way, the work that they need to do within the community will be able to carry itself out of them. You know, they'll be able to be used as a vessel because they're living in true love and in true light. And what that means is embodying love and embodying light so that there is no distractions of any shape, fashion, way, or form because you're in your light. You're you're living your life's purpose. You're living in your light. So, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do do the work, do the work on yourself so that you can carry out your dream. You cannot carry out your dream if your vision is, you know, you're clouded and you're distracted. So I definitely would just tell them to do the self work and don't take, don't try to take shortcuts because starting a nonprofit is not easy. It's oh, easy oh, stuff. listen, that's the worst and thing you can do for a nonprofit <laughs> because, listen, nonprofits rules are way, way, yeah. way more strict than a for-profit business. So if you're even thinking about taking shortcuts, you better think twice. So right now it is time for our business banger tip of the week. So let's get into that. And then after that, um, we are going to get final thoughts from Erica and I'm going to give my final thoughts and then we're going to have her plug again one more time um, before we end the show. So our business banger tip of the week is all about priorities. Stop feeding your haters more clapback and subliminals than you feed recognition and gratitude to your supporters and teammates. Starve and or malnourish your support and the words of your haters will become commentary. Prioritizing those needed for your purpose will help you obtain the promises. That is your business banker tip of the week. So, Erica, if you have any final thoughts that you would like to share with everyone, um, please do so at this time. And then please tell us um, your social media uh, links again and the link to your and the um, and your website. Um, again, the link to my website is thinkhappyishappy.org, and the link to the page, the organization's page is T H L H I N C. 
Um, final thoughts is first I want to definitely thank you for having me. Um, I absolutely am gra I'm grateful for any opportunity to vocalize my vision and what I have planned for my life. It just makes it more real. So gratitude to you for allowing me to be on the show and using your platform to allow others such as myself to be on your show. Um, and then also, let's shout out Girl Boss because that's how we met. Oh, yes, definitely. I almost forgot. Now, yes. Listen, I'm glad you said it because I usually say it at the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's shout out to Girl Boss. Um, I love that platform. Yes, um, yes. And then my, my, my last, last, last thoughts would be, um, you know, what I'm going to take away from this is that people do care what I have, what, I, what I'm doing, and people do support it, and people do want to know about it. So um, those times when I feel discouraged or those times when I feel like I'm not doing enough or I'm not working hard enough, you know, just to go easy on myself and be gentle with myself. Because like you said, this is a process and I am only 22 years old, so mm -hmm. I have a ways to go. I have a ways to go in life, not even in, not even in the business field. Um, so just, just to be gentle with myself with this process. And then again, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. I I wish you and everybody at the Business Bankers family love and light. And I hope you guys will carry out the rest of this COVID-19 situation stuff easily and smoothly. Well, thank you. I do appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> and thank you so much for being uh, my guest tonight. You did an amazing job. Um, and so happy to have you on. Also, to all of you who are tuned in, I would like to remind you that if you have not done so already, to please visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com. That's www.egoentertainmentnet.com. Please subscribe to our website for free. You, have, you will gain full access to the entire site, meaning that you will also be able to view the Ego Magazine, the online digital interactive uh, bi-monthly magazine. If you are a business owner, um, or an author or an artist or whatever the case may be. If you have a product or service that you would like to advertise, please reach out, fill out the form online so that you may advertise with us. You would be surprised at how cheap it really is. <laughs> and while you're flipping through the pages, because um, it does flip just like a regular magazine, there are icon buttons so that you can click on to experience the entertainment and a whole nother world behind the ads and articles. So whether that is an exclusive offer to readers or audio, um, music, videos, website links or whatever um, that is linked to that particular ad or article is in inter an interactive magazine. So it makes it that much more fun to um, read and enjoy. Um, also, uh, we want to thank you for being a listener of JQLM Radio because we would not be who we are without you all. Um, also, make sure, again, if you would like to follow, uh, like, and share us on social media, we do follow back. You can do so on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JQLM Radio. Um, you want to follow Ego Entertainment Network, you can do so at Ego Int Net. And Business Banger Spotlight would be Business Bangers on Facebook and Instagram. If you would like to follow Lady J, I am almost at the max number of friends on my personal page, but uh, that would be Jacquelynte, J-A-C-Q-U-I-E-L-Y-N-N-T-E. Or you can follow the Lady J Brands page, um, which is one of my business pages on Facebook and uh, LadyJ.co on Instagram. 
Um, and Jack underscore one J A Q U underscore one on Twitter. Um, so we want to thank you all for joining us this evening um, on the Business Banker Spotlight Show. Uh, really appreciate you all tuning in uh, to the show and make sure you come back next week, next Monday at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on JQLM Radio uh, to hear more, hear from more uh, business bankers across the world, people that are up and coming, people that are established, and uh, make sure that you tune in to the rest of the shows on the site. So thank you all so much. And remember, business bankers, stay ready. This is your girl, Lady J, and I am out.